0: Once You Know You Know, a podcast for busy women to level up their health and fitness so that they can get off the diet merry-go-round for good. This is real lessons from real women and industry professionals on how you can improve your health and fitness habits and discover just how incredible your body is and is designed to feel. I'm Lindsay Parkinson and I'll be your host. Let's get stuck into the episode. Welcome back to Once You Know, You Know. And in today's episode, I'm gonna be discussing a thought-provoking topic because it's been on my mind for a while. It is something that I've definitely experienced, my clients will often experience, and I would love to know if this is something that's happened to you as well. Because let me tell you, my friend, if this was to happen in reverse, people would not be behind the door in telling you how offensive and perhaps inappropriate they thought your comments were. But when it happens in this context, people just feel like it's normal to pass judgment or comment now think about this why is it that if you decide to change your diet and lifestyle behaviors for the positive that people feel like it's appropriate to give you feedback their concerns or even just you know their unsolicited advice when you decide to do that so this could happen in a number of different settings but for example imagine that you are going out with a group of friends that you haven't seen for a little while Friday night and instead of maybe what your usual order would be and that could be maybe definitely a starter a parma, some chips maybe a dessert three or four glasses of wine you decide that you're going to make a bit more of a conscious choice and you opt for maybe like a chicken salad maybe one slice of garlic bread and you stick to one to two drinks maybe even just a vodka lime and soda and somebody says "Ah, oh, are you on a diet and it's like you need to justify that you're changing your behaviors or your decisions now Often, this can happen, you say, yeah, actually I am, I'm trying to be good. And sometimes that's actually enough to justify why you're making a different choice. It's like people are okay with the fact that you're on a diet. That's okay. But if you're like, oh, no, no, I'm just eating a bit healthier these days, people will be like, oh, you've changed. Oh, what are you trying to do? And they want to know, they're curious, they want to know all of these different things. But sometimes that can actually make you feel really, really judged. Now, for example, if this was to happen in the reverse, if someone was to sit down and and order a whole pizza with a side of garlic bread and maybe have a few of the shared chip plates that are there, maybe some dips, a dessert and three or four glasses of wine. Imagine if you sat there and said, oh, why are you eating all of that food? That's probably way too much energy that you need. Why are you doing that? imagine the judgment that that person would feel however when you're deciding that maybe you want to change your diet and lifestyle behaviors you also can feel a little bit nervous about this this is something new for you as well so when somebody makes a comment you start to feel a little bit like oh are they judging me do they think that I'm always on a diet they don't think I can stick to this diet I've never stuck to any diets you get this negative feedback loop going on in your head and I gonna give you my two cents on why I think people do this and maybe this will help you the next time that you're in this situation where somebody is deciding to try and maybe persuade you into like an old habit that you might have had or maybe tell you what they think about it you'll be able to like take it as water off a ducks back because despite what we say we're like oh, I don't really care what anybody else thinks often that's not the case especially when we're trying out something new because confidence is a set of beliefs and values and experience beliefs and values that we have experience in now if you were trying out and you protocol for the first time, you don't necessarily have experience in it. So sometimes that means you might feel a little bit unsure about your decisions or you might feel like, oh, are they gonna think that I've changed? Are they gonna think that I'm not as fun because I'm not drinking as much anymore? All of these things go through our head because we've been conditioned, especially growing up in the late 90s, early noughties, to have a bit of a negative feedback loop going on. Now, that was for a number of reasons. Obviously, diet culture was extremely prevalent then. Um, and I had a lot to do with trying to make ourselves feel bad about our bodies so that we would buy more things you know buy the new Victoria's Secret push-up bar definitely buy the Spanx Um, make sure that you've got big boobs tiny waist maybe even a big bum that came back in fashion there was always a constant changing beauty standard and we felt the need to always conform and be changing and try and be perfect that's why we were always going on a number of different diets and then it sort of just started shifting and it became the societal norm for us to even talk about the word diet and it be connected with restrict- restriction. So it's actually a couple of definitions to the word diet and you know that I am a little bit of a stickler for language if you listen to last week's episode. So I'm going to keep feeding that through in these podcasts because I think that it is highly important. Now when we talk about the term diet, it often is connected to restricting oneself to small amounts or special kinds of food in order to lose weight or a special course or protocol of food to which a person restricts themselves either to lose weight or for medical reasons. Obviously, if you're going on a diet for medical reasons, there's a totally different connotation there. But the other um, definition of diet is the kinds of food that a person habitually eats. Now, I would love in the future wholeheartedly if that's what the concept of diet meant to most people because it would probably mean that we had pushed out of that diet culture bubble. However, I feel like we are so far away from that. So when I'm talking about diet, when I'm talking about my client's diet, any of that, that's what I'm talking about, the food that they habitually eat, not to lose weight, but to make them feel good. So when we're talking about this context, it's really interesting how it's become normal to comment on somebody eating healthy. If they decide to eat foods that are whole foods, they've decided to change their behaviors. People feel like it's actually fine for them to go, oh, you're on a diet. Like like that's not a personal question because it definitely is. People have so many different reasons of why they may want to change their body composition. A lot of the time they feel like it's going to make us more confident, maybe you want to feel a bit more comfortable, maybe it is an underlying health reason, or maybe it's just because you want to feel like you have more energy, you know? there are so many different reasons, but it is very, very personal. So if that's a choice that you've decided to make, having somebody sit across the table from you and pass judgment over what you're doing can actually be really, really confronting. Like I said, when it's a new protocol and you don't have um, experience in it, you can sometimes feel really, really insecure or not very confident about the choices that you're making. So to have somebody sit there and go, oh, I'm going to judge what you're doing, can start that negative feedback loop going. But hopefully what I'm going to talk to you about in this episode, if that happens to you and you have decided to make a long-term sustainable change with your healthy eating um, and maybe your fitness habits, that you'll be able to go, okay, I understand why that person might be doing that and I also know how to receive the comment because that's what a lot of this is about and when I'm working with people on my program, a lot of the stuff that I talk to them about is mental because yes, we can follow um, you know some food guidelines and we can follow a training protocol but unless you dive down deep into some of this stuff that sits in our subconscious, that's where the true change happens. Now, often somebody can comment on what you're doing because they fear change. Change can sometimes be really intimidating for other people and your decision to maybe change how you're eating represents a change in your habits. And this might make them feel a little bit uncomfortable or uncertain because they feel that it might impact them. They're not really seeing that what you're doing is actually a really positive benefit to you. They're starting to think, oh, are they changing? Oh, what should I do? And also, might highlight something that they feel a little bit insecure about. So if they feel really comfortable, say, enjoying large volumes of sometimes food because that's the way that they choose to do things, by you not doing the same thing, they're like, oh, hang on, they're changing. That feels out of my control. And sometimes that can prompt them to feel insecure or jealous. So they might sometimes say things that they don't necessarily mean to be offensive, like, oh, you're going on another diet. Oh, why don't you just live a little? And that's not a helpful comment. And if we were slightly better at communicating, sometimes it's really easy to go, hey, hang on a second, that's not really fair. Like I'm really trying hard to improve my health. That person would back off straight away. But sometimes we don't feel comfortable or confident enough to go, actually, you know what? I really want to make a positive change. I'm not actually comfortable. We don't want to be vulnerable in that setting, especially not when it comes to our weight. We feel vulnerable enough working with a coach or trying a new like protocol for the first time. I was going to say trying a new diet, but because I'm really conscious of the word diet sort of meaning like to restrict yourself from something. That's not how I do it with my clients. I teach them how to do things so you don't have to restrict. Um, so I'm going to keep reiterating that with the diet thing. Um, because sometimes that can just make people feel really like insecure but sometimes it's like oh they're on a diet or leave them alone they're really trying hard to better themselves like that's okay for you to be restricting yourself but if you're like no this is just how I'm choosing to eat they might just feel really confused by that or you know that brings up feelings and emotions that are actually more about them and not about you another thing that can happen is that peer pressure when people feel like they're someone in their group is making a significant social change or maybe with their lifestyle habits, they might it might be an attempt to influence you so that you don't impact their time. What they don't realize is that how you are as a friend and in most cases, your friendship isn't reliant on how much alcohol you drink right, or what type of foods you eat together, if you're truly genuine friends, you're going to find other things to connect over and you can still have just as much fun having maybe a slightly healthier meal than what you used to and one to two drinks as what you would if you were having five or six drinks and, you know, eating a large volume of food. There are different times when this applies because At times when somebody may make a comment about what you're eating, particularly if it is a family member, sometimes it's because it may look like it's impacting what is a family tradition or a cultural tradition. So your dietary choices may feel like it clashes with the cultural norms of your family or traditions where it prioritizes certain types of food. And if it is like a parent or whatnot, sometimes that feels like it can be concerning to them. Oh, they're not choosing to eat any rice. Like, why is that? And Sometimes if we're following a restrictive diet, as in the traditional, like old term use of the word diet, that can be really worrying for people because like, oh, I I don't think that they need to be doing this. Is everything okay? So their comment is out of concern. But sometimes it's just not delivered correctly. And that delivery can make all the difference, my friend. Because if someone, especially if it's a friend or family member, if they're genuinely concerned for your well-being and they've noticed in your behaviors that they're not really sure, feel natural or normal to you, and maybe they are concerned, if it's a friend, they're probably not going to, they probably shouldn't, I should say. If it's genuine concern, I don't think that they should be airing that at a table full of people like oh why are you doing that are you on another diet again you don't need to lose weight that's their opinion but if they were genuine concerned that what you were doing was maybe not in a healthy manner they would probably pull you aside in a private setting and say hey i'm just checking that everything's all right i noticed that you were eating differently or maybe you weren't eating as much like just checking in everything all good and that's a very different delivery to hey you want a diet oh you want diet again Oh, go on, YOLO, you only live once, just have a piece. You know, all of those things come from so many different places, but... If it's a parent and maybe they are asking you, oh, I'll just eat the pizza. They don't want you to go hungry. That That's a different thing. And you can be feeling a little bit torn between like, oh, do I do this or do I don't? Now, one of the things that I really like to teach my clients is that there's a context with food and a time and a place to enjoy all of it. I love family's traditions. And I talk about this uh, within my program that um, one of my cousins makes this beautiful plum pudding every Christmas. Absolutely love it. Hang out every year for it. Now, albeit it is very, very rich. I also really enjoy custard. And there isn't really a health program in the world that I want to miss out on that for. Now, so on that day, my health priority takes a little bit of backseat to having that family like tradition or, you know, enjoying that time with them, because that's what I really wanted. That's what that's where I see value in it. So sometimes there are times where you're going to want to enjoy foods with your family, but it might not necessarily be the health foods. But if 90% of the other time that you spend your life, you are you know, making sure that you get in a really balanced diet, that other 10% is absolutely fine. So you don't need to restrict through those special occasions when you know you've got the balance on the other side. But because we have been pushed into this negative feedback loop and this diet culture, we sort of sit in this all or nothing position and it becomes really difficult when you approach social occasions it's like people only want to do programs when they've got eight weeks in their social clear. couldn't possibly do anything before easter or christmas or any holidays that i've got planned i'll just do it when i get back but what I like to sort of I'm going to say preach. What I like to preach is that you need to learn to eat for life. It's not just for a particular point in time and it's not just um you know so that you can look good on your holiday or your wedding or anything like that. Learn how to do it for life and then it becomes so much easier because you're not starting on the back foot all the time. It's not this constant like yo-yo or like or swing now if you are in a situation um where somebody does potentially like try and peer pressure you or like you know be like oh you used to be fun be like you know what it's very simple you don't have to do it in a defensive manner be like oh that's not very nice why would you say that ask them a question like invite invite the answer don't you think I'm as much fun because I've changed what I'm eating they probably won't have an answer for you because that's not the real reason why they're saying it so you know and you're not doing it to like put them on the spot or make them feel silly or to be like, Oh, that's not very nice. Like, I'm still I'm still the same person, like still the same great friend. I've just decided to make a different choice with my food. It actually doesn't impact them. And potentially highlighting that it doesn't impact them might make them feel a little bit more secure about it. You're also setting a precedent. If you say, I'm on a diet, they're going to expect that only for a particular period of time. Oh, you're still on that diet, are you? Oh, okay. But if you say, no, I've just decided to make a few healthy changes. It makes me feel good. Full stop. No one really says anything else to you. No, this makes me feel good that's it, full stop. And then all of a sudden you've set a precedent of what they should expect the next time that they hang out with you. And that can be a really, really positive experience for everyone. You might even find that because it's not, I'm on a diet and you're not making that other person feel insecure about their choices. You're like, no, no, I've just decided to do this. You might actually find that over time you begin to inspire them to make choices that might actually benefit them and make them feel better as well. So I would love to know whether or not you had experiences like this because I just find it so strange sometimes that people feel the need to comment on maybe how much, oh, like, oh, she exercises way more than what she used to. And if it's not an unhealthy tipping of the scales, like if it's that you've just found something that you genuinely enjoy doing and it really makes you feel alive, it really makes you feel good, whether that be, you know, Pilates or if it's yoga or maybe it is strength training, you know, people often, oh, she's obsessed. She doesn't do anything else without actually thinking, oh no, that's actually benefiting her mental health. You know, she wasn't actually in a great place before she didn't do those things. People just think about whether or not it's something that they can do or maybe it's just highlighting things in them that they don't really want to see or they're not ready to change so what I always like to think about these situations with is instead of feeling defensive or upset or offended by any of these things because that can all be a bit of a choice feel compassion I often love to think about that instead of feeling judgment or feeling judged feel compassion so if somebody says something to you in one of these situations and you feel like that's really like oh god that's hurt my feelings or it's made me feel judged show yourself some compassion like why do I feel this way oh maybe it's because I just don't have experience in, in eating this way yet but you know what that's I don't have experience yet I'm going to keep pushing on with it because I am feeling really really great and if you know that how you're eating is making you feel good and you know that you are genuinely caring for your body then you're going to feel really quite confident eventually in your choices of that's just what I do now I remember back in the day because I was on the restriction reward train I used to love going out and getting lasagna because it was not something that I could cook and I really felt like in my words at the time, it was a treat. We didn't go out for dinner that often. So I was like, I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to get a lasagna. Now, instead of eating just like your single serve of like normal person-sized lasagna, I would definitely get the large and make sure I ate as much as possible and probably take home the rest because I knew that it was going to be a really long time before I allowed myself to eat something like that because I had labeled that food as bad. Now, if you learn to eat for life, you realize that if you choose to, you can go out and order that food whenever you feel like it because you know that it's going to be balanced within the way that you're eating 90% of the time. So you've got some some room there to go, yeah, I'm going to go out and I'm going to enjoy that. Now, only like three or four weeks ago, I very rarely go out and get past because I actually don't. Love the way that it makes me feel. I get bloated really, really quickly. Um, I've spoken before about how I tend to favor a higher fat, lower carbohydrate diet. It's not to say I avoid carbohydrates, I definitely don't. I do get them, I at least get one full serving day, and then a lot of the times I'm getting it from fruit. I really enjoy fruit. Um, but when I eat certain carbohydrates, actually just don't physically make me feel that great. So, we went out for dinner with Robbie's mom and her partner the other week. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to get the baked gnocchi because it's not something I have. I don't cook it myself. Um, and I thought, yep, okay, I'm going to get that. Anyway, got to the restaurant. Somebody else was having it and it looked really, really nice. And then I actually was giving myself permission to have the food. And then when we came to ordering it. I was like, oh, I think I'm just going to get the prawns and have this really beautiful salad. I think I get the prawns and the salad because I really feel like that dessert. And I decided that, I was like, yeah, you know what? I feel like some more nutrient dense food. Um, That's just what what ended up happening. And then by the time the dessert came around, I was like, I actually don't even feel like that. And I didn't feel like I missed out. I felt like I had the most amazing meal. I'd connected with family and friends. I don't know how to cook prawns. So um, it was really great to have something that I also didn't cook. And I left feeling really, really great about all my choices, all my cups were filled. I was like, yes, I ate some really beautiful nutritious food. I don't feel like I overate. I had a wonderful family meal with each other. No one said anything because. Because that's just the norm, and no one would have said anything if I had have gone for the lasagna or the uh, baked gnocchi. I hope, but sometimes I find that if you're used, if someone's used to seeing you eat a particular way, whether that be you know lots and lots of whole foods or what somebody else would consider healthy, and then you decide to deviate away from the plan, they feel like it's okay to comment. But If you were to do that in reverse to them, if they ate majority, say, like ultra-processed food and they ate some healthy, you'd be like, oh, that's a change. Are you deciding to eat healthy? They would feel pretty attacked. So my advice is let's try not to comment on what other people are doing unless you have a beautiful, like, well-meaning comment or maybe it is some encouragement or maybe you want to ask if you're curious about what someone's doing, uh, there are different ways to go about it and different ways to approach it. Be like, oh... That's really interesting meal to order. Like, you know, what are you doing these days? You know, whether that be, you know, some, they might be doing different types of training. If somebody is excited about something, they will tell you, right? They will want to tell you. If somebody is feeling a little bit nervous about something, they're going to want to keep it to themselves. I remember when I first started training with my coach and I found it absolutely life-changing. I would tell anyone that would sit and listen. Honestly, it was like when I first started doing CrossFit. I couldn't stop telling people. You know, people that always do crossfit will tell you how they do crossfit and it's because they're excited about it and so that's sort of the your go ahead your green light if somebody is inviting you to ask them about something that they're doing okay if you feel that sense of nervousness I would just not go there especially if it has to do with something personal like a fat loss or weight loss journey it's so personal so I hope that you found this helpful and maybe that the next time if somebody does this to you that you can come at it with a bit of compassion and realize it might be a bit of a lack of understanding on their behalf or maybe it's fear of change or maybe you know they're they've just we're not used to the the new normal for you, that instead of you feeling attacked or offended, you can go, oh, okay, you know what? Like they just don't have the right understanding. I'm sure they didn't mean it that way. I don't need to feel judged. I'm still really comfortable with my decision. And then you move on for it. So it's like becomes like water off a duck's back when you realise that there's probably more to the reason they're asking you. If by chance you might be somebody who's accidentally done this to somebody and now you sort of realize like, oh actually I have asked people if they're on a diet before. I don't know if that's really right. No rush no worries all you have to do is be like you know what, i probably would ask in a different way probably just be like oh you know um you doing anything different these days? Are you still training here? Have you moved on to something else? And then get curious about it, but ask some really nice open-ended questions. And then all of a sudden it becomes a bit more of an open discussion rather than making somebody feel vulnerable about their decisions. So if you found this one helpful, my friends, or if you've experienced something like this, please do let me know in the comments because I would love to hear from you. And I look forward to seeing you in next week's episode. If you've got any hot topics that you want to talk about, hit me up via DM. This is my absolute jam. I love talking about these things, um, but I'm not short of topics, but I would love to know how I can help you better. So my friends, until next time, I will see you on the podcast next week.